Thank you for tuning in and tending to your body and soul with me. This summer is bringing me more local connection that uplifts my mood and boosts my spirit. It's amazing that in spite of limitations and difficulties, you can still find a little freedom, joy, and abundance in your little corner when your heart is open and your mind is receptive. If life feels overwhelmingly unpleasant to you right now, I want to remind you that you are tremendously creative and complex. And when you are in your creative zone, a lot of things can fall away and you can kind of simplify your life. You can connect to your soulful feeling and you can experience mystery and magic, the unknown, where creative solutions can find you. You can hold opposing feelings and thoughts as well as all of your dramatic and traumatic and mundane even impressions of your past, present, and future. You can feel both bitterness and sweetness at the same time and you can experience hardship while feeling love and tenderness simultaneously. I was just at my local bookstore called Hikobi's earlier this week. I like going there to pick up gifts for friends and family. And this time I bought this book called Mighty Justice, My Life in Civil Rights. It's the memoir of activist and trailblazer um, Dovey Johnson Roundtree, written by Katie McCabe. I felt this was a perfect gift at this time for someone that I love, and I think they will find this memoir an interesting and inspiring read. As I was browsing through the bookshelves, I came across this friendship card with a cute illustration of a group of people standing on the globe hugging each other. Written on the card is, quote, what the world needs right now is a group hug, unquote. This is very much what I am craving emotionally. The more injustice and violence I see in the news, the stronger my impulse is to focus on the courage and the love in my heart and in the hearts of others. Poet and philosopher Cahill Gibran says, quote, To live in the hearts of others is not to die, unquote. So when you give with your heart, you become the beacon of love that shuts away darkness. Each moment that you are kind, compassionate, giving, and wise, you share a positive energy that uplifts the hearts of others. Your heart energy touches and expands. It doesn't die. And when you build a wall around your heart with dark thoughts, cruel words, and unkind actions, your heart becomes contracted. It does not expand and live on in other hearts. We all want to remember and be inspired by those who are kind and 
inspiring and uplifting to us. So welcome to the Soul Tending Podcast, Heartfelt Friends. You are the light of consciousness that guides many souls toward their own light. I hope your time with me here supports your journey of connection, integration, and expansion. This is your host, Janya Wongsopa. I am an evolutionary astrology student. I hope one day to be able to call myself an astrologer wholeheartedly. I am also an embodiment teacher and a soul guide. This is an astrology forecast for Monday, July 4th to Sunday, July 10th of 2022. Before we dive into the specifics of this week's astrology, I want to acknowledge the dramatic shift and necessary evolution we are collectively going through, especially here in the U.S. The Pluto return in the U.S. is a huge event. It is continuing into the end of 2024, the Pluto return in Capricorn. This major astrological event correlates to how the current U.S. Supreme Court is ruling in the same way that it ruled back when it was first established on September 24, 1789, 13 years after the birth of the U.S. when the Declaration of Independence was ratified by the Second Continental Congress on July 4th of 1776. Planetary return means that it is going back to that same point within that sign and degree. But of course, everything has evolved. Our consciousness has evolved. The world has evolved. So the situation is different. And how we personally and as a collective handle and react to the situation is going to be different from how the generations before us have dealt with their conditions. A return is an opportunity to redo, revise, and improve, but things have to get worse before it can get better. This is how nature works and how the body processes sickness. Pluto is retrograding in Capricorn right now and until October 8th. So a concentration of painful symptoms, which is the process of purging is happening within these five months. This is such a transformative phase in the cycle of our human evolution. We are moving through right now. The fact that you are here on Earth in America experiencing this Pluto return in the U.S., which only happens once in 248 years, is a miracle. I truly feel that I was born in Thailand and relocated to the U.S. for this and for all the things that I have been learning and living through right now. 
The great transformation began with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn on January 12, 2020. So 20 and 21 for me were, were like the very beginning period of a caterpillar dying in order to birth into a butterfly. And like the caterpillar, I had outgrown my skin and began to digest my past self, triggering a new self to be formed. The metaphor is quite literal as I have been moving through a gradual pace toward a menopause. It feels like a flow within a long pause. I have heard stories of women experiencing a sudden menopause when their moon bleeding stopped one day and never returned. In my case, it's a slow though not quite relaxing pace that started since late 2020 and is still ongoing. I will not go into the details of the challenges my body is going through, but I can tell you that the change is both a physical shift and an energetic maturing, much like a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly. During perimenopause and menopause, the hormones, in particular estrogen, drop significantly. Before menopause, most estrogens are produced in the ovaries. After menopause, the ovaries no longer produce much estrogens and they mainly come from fat tissue. Just think about that for a second. The ovaries go into retirement and the fat tissue takes on the job of keeping the body in the flow. What a miracle. Yet we live in a fat phobia society that I can't help but criticize my bigger and softer belly. I am learning to love my love handles. They are literally handling the most important job of keeping my biorhythm functional and me in good health. They remind me to cultivate cyclical rituals as protection, like layers of fat and activism against fat phobia, as well as age phobia and death phobia. Without the widespread and constant fear of fat, aging, and death, we would live a very different and, dare I say, healthier and more socially and personally fulfilling lives. Metamorphosis isn't just a physical transformation, it's an evolutionary mechanism at work. Butterflies and caterpillars not only look different, they behave differently too. So are children and adults. Immature adults are like caterpillars who never become butterflies. They are not um, allowing themselves to transform, to live cyclically and to embrace different phases of life. Allowing our physical transformation to support our soul evolution and vice versa, makes us a transformational human who can make a difference 
in our own lives and make positive impact to other lives that promote growth for the collective. Now, let's further explore the broad picture of this week's astrology as well as its theme, cyclical rituals as protection and activism. This week begins on the 4th of July or the Independence Day in the U.S. It's the time to reflect on our personal and collective freedom. Are we focusing on struggling against our limitation, trying to free ourselves from someone, something, or some condition? Or are we focusing on freeing from the internal struggle to reach the next level of physical, emotional, and mental independence? Is it a freedom from or a freedom to? As we move through this uncertain time, what we choose to mentally attend and emotionally tend to become either a prison that keeps us in the past or a doorway to the future. Transformation requires death of the old. Cyclical rituals protect us from socially widespread fear of aging and death so that we can embrace the flow of life through change. When we live a cyclical lifestyle, we are a soul activist. The synopsis of the book Soul Activism, A Way Through the Struggle of Opposites, School of Spiritual Psychology Archives by Robert Sardello explains soul activism this way. Quote, Soul activism urges us to observe the manner in which the life of the soul is simultaneously endangered, yet relentlessly unfettered, and ultimately an enlightened aspiration would lead us to live graciously in our dangerously narrow culture without being wholly captured by it, dismembered by it. Imagine it this way. We are living in a hospice and we must learn to heal ourselves and our fellow sufferers as well as the entire world itself. Unquote. Healing from dismemberment is to remember ourselves as cyclical beings. The only way we can get out of the division is to get into the circle of wholeness and the cycle of nature. The major backdrop of this week's astrology is the cancer season. While the sun is transiting through cancer, the most emotionally sensitive sign, the light of our consciousness is penetrating deeply into our hidden feelings. The moon rules the cancer sign and connects to the daily rhythm which relates to our daily routines, somatic and emotional patterns. Cancer season highlights the moon's link 
to emotional wellness of the people, in particular the women and the children. The moon cycle, of course, relates to the female reproductive cycle and the moon bleeding. This week, like the last two weeks, continues to bring up intense emotion, especially for those who are emotionally sensitive, empathic, and intuitive. Our emotional superpower allows us to relate to others at the subconscious level. We can read emotional subtext and anticipate what others might need psychologically. However, our psychic gifts may also keep our limbic brain and the nervous system hyperactive, resulting in a chronic fear response. We need to recuperate our nervous system through physical and mental simplicity in order to live in the cycle of flow, physical and psychological ease. The moon connects to our health and habits. Grounding in the body through daily routines or cyclical rituals is not only the best way to protect our moon or the emotional body, but also for the sensitive empath and psychics. It is how we can engage in activism without the cyclical rituals to contain our moon the limbic brain is overflowed with feelings and we are unable to access the more objective part of the brain we need both the emotional brain and the rational brain to cultivate healthy relationships and find solutions toward positive social changes while contemplative practices help us bridge the two brains and reach higher order cognition, they need to become parts of our cyclical rituals that we do daily, monthly, and seasonally for them to impact our lives positively and lastingly. The moon is especially intense on Thursday as they square Pluto, the planet of death and rebirth, while transiting through Scorpio, the sign ruled by Pluto. Noticing how our relationships bring up negative self-talk, power struggle, or victimhood mindset at this time is the best way to work with this difficult moon. On Saturday, the moon is quite volatile as they opposes Uranus, the planet of chaos and rebellion, while transiting through the transformative sign Scorpio. Watch out for surprises that might show up at the collective level. Uranus in Taurus is bringing up many legal changes relating to body autonomy, personal health, and public safety. Pay extra attention to increased craving for quick gratification on these days. 
Often we reach for quick reliefs when we are unable to contain complex and difficult feelings. Remember to come back to your simple cyclical rituals that I will share more about how real soon. Two planets are changing signs on the same day, Monday. They correlate to major changes coming our way. Mars is leaving their home sign Aries and entering Taurus and Mercury is also leaving their home sign Gemini to enter Cancer. As these agile and action-oriented planets move from the yang signs into the yin signs, there is a deceleration and a downturn. The transits correlate to our natural desire to rest and recollect after a period of busyness and output. The yin signs are about safety, security, and durability. We take more cautious and measured steps now as we settle into the realness of the material life. The most collectively challenging aspect of this week is on Friday when the Sun square Chiron on the same day that Mercury square Jupiter while the Moon is in Scorpio. If we already experience a lot of internal conflict, any unwelcome social event can trigger a cascade of emotion that causes us to ruminate more on the conflict which increases emotional intensity that results in increased rumination. It's a positive feedback loop that creates a lot of negativity due to emotional and behavioral dysregulation. Cyclical rituals, again, can be a deterrent to this destructive loop. Now let's take a closer look at the individual planetary transits and aspects and learn how they might help us to better coexist through our cyclical nature. On Monday, July 4th, there are two planets moving into new signs and one exact planetary aspect. The first transit is Mars enters Taurus at 11.04 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Mars transits Taurus from July 4th to August 20th. This is the period of mental purification and physical fortification through simplification and daily rituals. Take this 4th of July, which is a national holiday in the U.S., to rest, reflect, and enjoy the simplicity of domestication. Mars is the yang energy that protects the yin energy of Venus, who rules Taurus and nourishes the yang Mars. The transit infuses the Venus and Mars energy. Taurus is an earth sign 
establishing and expressing your creative willpower via cyclical rituals allows you to live in harmony with Earth. Cyclical rituals stabilize the Mars energy and nurture the animal body that is Mars in Taurus, the sign symbolized by the bull. Cyclical rituals consist of routine and celebration. The cyclical actions commemorate the lunisolar cycle around the zodiac wheel. They support the function of the organ meridians, bring clarity to the mind, harmonize the emotion, and boost the spirit. Cyclical rituals are not actions to add to your already busy life. When you truly practice them, they strip away in essentials and distill your life to its most elegant and easeful flow that reflects the beauty, sensuality, richness, and grace of nature, which are all related to Taurus. The mantra is less is richness and more is wasteful. Here are some essential yet flexible cyclical rituals to celebrate your natural cycle that is the cycle of nature. Wake up around dawn, drink warm herbal tea or a glass of hot water with lemon juice to stimulate digestion and elimination after waking up. Relax and eliminate in the morning and before the first meal. Eat the main meal around midday. Drop mentally and physically demanding tasks around sunset. Eat the final meal before dusk. Relax and immerse in sensuality around dusk. Go to bed after dusk and before midnight. Celebrate each full moon with physical expressions such as dancing and mental contemplation such as meditation or full moon gazing. Celebrate each new moon with physical rest and mental creation such as writing a poem. Honor each spring equinox with sensual delight. Enjoy each summer solstice with family connection. Celebrate each autumn equinox with friendship. Commemorate each winter solstice with spiritual reverence. On the same day, Monday, July 4th, Mercury enters Cancer at 11.25 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Mercury will stay in Cancer until they ingress into Leo on August 1st. For the next three and a half weeks, notice when your emotions rule over your thoughts and cause mental rumination that brings up difficult to contain feelings. Observe when you take things too personally and feel hurtful because of it. 
Remember to return to the body via the cyclical rituals. Your inner child ego that is cancer needs the maternal side of your cancerian energy to protect you. Your daily routines are foundational to your emotional safety. Cyclical rituals not only soothe and care for the inner child, but also supports the functional expression of the adult ego through the rational thinking of your mercurial energy. Finally, on the same day, Monday, July 4th, Mercury in zero degree Cancer, sextile Mars in zero degree Taurus at 11.37 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Now, this aspect being um, within the zero degree, which connects to the new beginning, it is extra benevolent. This serendipitous aspect combines the emotional sensitivity of Mercury in Cancer with the sensuality of Mars in Taurus. This is a wonderful time to celebrate home life and intimacy with your loved ones. Make it a romantic occasion even if that loved one is you. I have been binge watching the home series on Apple TV. It's my way of being a sweet partner to myself. The show promotes creative solutions, sustainability, communality, and beauty in domestication. These are all things Taurian and Cancerian that will inspire you to cultivate cyclical rituals in your daily life. On Mercury Day, Wednesday, July 6th, Venus in 16 degree Gemini, sextile Chiron in 16 degree Aries at 10.17 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. When you follow your heart to meet your vulnerable and soft self, you will find the most beautiful gift. The inner healer whose wounds and traumas are the wisdom that heals you. And when you learn the lessons from your hurt and pain, you can share it with those who value your self-healing. Your suffering becomes your path toward self-respect and self-love. So this is reflect in this lovingly creative aspect between Venus in Gemini and Chiron in Aries sextiling one another. On Venus Day, July 8th, so that's Friday, Sun in 6 degree Cancer square Chiron in 6 degree Aries at 6.22 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. This aspect sparks a hard conversation about identity complex. Group identity is difficult to break free, but it is also the path toward finding authenticity and autonomy. 
Remember to support your son. The will or the impulse to create or express yourself authentically by caring for your moon, the ruler of Cancer, with the cyclical rituals. The safer you feel emotionally, the more you can let your authentic self shine. Be a soul activist. Observe the dangerously narrow culture that squeezes you into someone your heart and spirit are not. Love all your imperfections and damages. Remember all parts of yourself. That you have been conditioned to deny, you are a community. Return to the circle of spirit and your holistic self. On the same Venus day, Friday, July eighth, Mercury in eight degree, Cancer square Jupiter in eight degree Aries at eleven fourteen. P.M. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Mercury in Cancer, square Jupiter in Aries, correlates to the mental quagmire of too much confidence, too little understanding, and too quick a decision making, that is based on too big an emotion. All of this only leads to destruction and embarrassment. Yet a fertile ground for learning, your capacity to transform and integrate or adapt expresses itself through your daily routines and cyclical rituals. Study your morning routines, meal routines, evening routines, work routines, weekly routines, and monthly routines. Do they reflect the seasonal cycle? Do they reflect your emotional needs and physical health? Living cyclically in the man-made timing is an act of rebellion. It's an activism. You have to go against the social and political grains, against the mainstream and the business as usual. The struggle reflects the square aspect between Mercury, which connects to the personal mind, and Jupiter, which connects to both the natural laws and man-made laws. This challenging aspect is an invitation to find personal freedom within the social and political limitation. Let the knowledge of cyclical nature. Guide you to your authentic path. Allow the cyclical rituals to protect you from an avalanche of social norms, such as working eight hours a day, seven days a week. Some bodies may be able to withstand this policy, but can you realize physical and mental health within the mainstream paradigm? The current health crisis of the population and the environment reflects the unnatural routine humans have imposed on the Earth's resources, including human labor. Your current life is the future of your past life calling. At the meta level of perception. 
There are no life missteps. You learn vital lessons from your mistakes, which are parts of your soul calling. At the beta level of perception, the mistakes are missteps when you refuse to learn, adapt, and adjust to life accordingly. You miss your soul calling. The emergent life is a series of phases. The five elements are five phases of one continuous energy. When you hear your soul and allow it to guide you to learn from the past and integrate it to your present, you evolve and grow your awareness and reach your greater spirit. You come to know more of what you are as consciousness, but the fruits of your soul journey isn't just knowing yourself; it's about living and sharing your cyclical transformation and adaptation, so you can fulfill your soul work and spiritual service here on Earth, and contribute to the better world. And lastly, on Sunday, July tenth, Sun in eighteen degree Cancer sextile Uranus in eighteen degree Taurus, at one thirty nine a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Sun in Cancer connects to the inner child ego. When your inner child ego feels secure, you are imaginative, creative, magical, mystical, silly, curious, courageous, intuitive, instinctual, and joyful. Uranus in Taurus connects to the adult ego. When your adult ego Is well developed. You are rational, objective, reasonable, productive, responsible, contemplative, interpersonal, understanding, and compassionate. Sun sextile Uranus, while the Moon is in Sagittarius, is benevolent and visionary. The heart and mind are creatively uniting to express authentic vision and manifest progressive solution that stabilize your emotional inner child as well as inspire your rational adult ego. How is your cyclical nature? Inspiring your creative impulse to innovate and protect your ecosystem, and how is the ecosystem supporting your cyclical self? Thank you for meditating on this week's soul tending astrology with me. I hope the message I just shared helps you navigate this uncertain time and keeps you focused on what your heart wants to feel and give to the world. If you need a guide to help you personalize your cyclical rituals based on Ayurveda, meridian theory, and astrology, I would be honored. 
to collaborate with you on your path of physical preservation and soul activism. You can book a private session with me through the link in the show notes. I love you and wish you a week filled with magic in the mundane and tender love in the hard places.